Thank you for listening to this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran Plan. If you'd like to listen to bonus episodes, go sign up to the Patreon. That's patreon.com. Clom. Ah, we fucked it. Anyway, you'll look, you'll find a way. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to this episode of the James Donald Forbes McCann Catamaran. This is your host, James Donald Forbes McCann, coming to you live from the Big Apple, Manhattan, New York City, where uh, the the sort of networking holiday continues. And this is the this is the first moment since the last podcast that I have had any opportunity to sit and talk into a microphone. Here I am in the city that never sleeps, the man who sleeps seldom. It's uh, it's great. It's been good. We're in a very, very small apartment. My three children, my wife, and my dad. It has a, about the same square footage. What? It's a square meterage back in the old country of um, one of the rooms in the last house. So it's it's cramped. And uh, the people who run, I was, I was going to cancel it. I was going to cut the trip short. I was going to put the family in the car, which I hope is still where I parked it in Queens. People told me it would be fine in that sort of location. And it remains to be seen if that's... Oh, I hope the car's still there. Anyway, uh, I was just i was just going to say, right, this is too small. We're having a bad time. We're going to drive away. I called the people who ran the Airbnb and they said, well, would you like to go to a bigger, fancier Manhattan apartment instead? And I said, yeah, I mean, sure, but money is a factor. And he said, oh, we won't charge you extra. No one's in that big one. We run that through this Airbnb thing too. And so I've said, okay. And uh, so my wife's taking the kids and my father down there at the moment and i am here in the small apartment i'm looking forward to going and seeing it and seeing if that will make our life any easier and in this temporary moment that they're there and i'm here because the, we don't have a car you can't get child seats in a taxi you've got to take the kids on the subway i'm recording in this one sweet clear possible moment and i don't know how long it's going to go on for at some point the guy running the airbnb is going to help me move my stuff over there and but he's been delayed he's fixing someone's hot water so I'm I'm just going to try and keep talking until he gets here. Man, New York City, it's uh it's pretty uh, vibrant. There's a lot of stuff going on. We went to the Met yesterday. We looked at the Egyptian 
exhibit and the Asian exhibit and the European painting. So that was very nice. What a lot of beautiful cultures. What a lot of beautiful cultures that they've got all together. I don't know how they got that stuff for the museum from all those places overseas. I assume it was through <laughs> dignified negotiation and humble requests. <laughs> Occasionally you've got to kill somebody. But it's a beautiful museum. You know, it is the spoils of empire are glorious. You know, you don't have an empire, you don't have a museum. It's just your own stuff in the museum then. That's kind of boring. What else happened? I got to go on... Uh, I got to go on Stuff Island. Actually, I went to the museum with Chris from Stuff Island and his lovely girlfriend, Sadie. They're off to Austin very soon. All these people are moving to Austin. I think I'll be moving to Austin too. That's the current plan for getting a boat. I'll, I'll break it down for you. It's that I think Austin is the place to be. I think that's the hub of comedy and also being able to have a family. When we got to New York, my wife said, Oh, could we live here? And I don't think she's saying that anymore, having lived in a very small Manhattan apartment. But I think Austin, we'd be, we'd be able to live there, and we know some people there now, and that'll be very nice. But what I'm going to do, I don't know the extent I went into detail. I think I briefly mentioned this on the last podcast and didn't go into detail. Uh, we're going to go back to Australia in May, and then I think we're going to kind of come back. Excuse me, I'm falling over my word. I am so tired. So I'm so my everything hurts. Everything hurts. We're going to go back in May and come back to Austin to settle down for a period of time. Goodness knows how long. In around September, and there's a couple reasons for that. Number one, I basically don't have any money. I um, yes, we are we are doing this trip to Manhattan really thriftily, and my dad is being very helpful financially. And it's you know it's growing all the financial things for the boat that it has to grow, but it's very expensive. And living here in general is very expensive, so I need to go back to Australia and make a lump of money, which I. Uh, I anticipate I can do now. People seem to think I'll be able to do that if I go back and I, I do a, a national tour and hit up the big five cities. I'll be able to um, then leave Australia after that with a lump of money. And I tell you, even if it wasn't happening, even if there, even if, was, if I had had zero success in America and could not sell any additional tickets in Australia and, and going back was not a positive financial um, the possibility, I'd, I'd want to find a way to get it to happen anyway. A friend is getting married. Man, two friends are getting married, and I can't get there for both weddings, which is very disappointed. My friend Kieran is getting married too soon, and I'm not going to be able to make it to Kieran's wedding. And someone is hammering above me. Is it to shut me up? Is it to build the table? We may never know, but I will lower my voice regardless. Anyway, my Jack and Margot are getting married. and I, We're going to be there, and I'm going to be able to make money and go to Jack and Margot's wedding, and I'm going to be able to open for some American comedians. I think it seems like I might be able to do that. So it's, I think ultimately it's a good thing, and everyone is enough. Everyone in the family is terrified of doing the flight again. It's the sort of flight you really only have to do once. It's all the unpleasantness of being, you know, poor huddled masses on a boat that would have gone for three months back in the day, just concentrated down into a 16-hour of. Oh, there's just so many no- you get- There's so many noises. There's so many noises in the city. Please stop making a table. Or whatever it is. I can't speak more quietly. You can't be telling me to be quiet. 
sweet listener, I'm going mad. Manhattan is a uniquely hostile environment to raise a family. I we go for you know we came we came into Manhattan because we were. We just thought that would be easier to see everything if we were here and then we could walk out, but it's like the second you're outside. There's so many noises in the corridor. No one is meant to live in an apartment. No one's meant to do it. It's inhuman. You're boxed in like a sardine. I, I don't understand how the, the heat pumps work. They're so hot. People say you're not meant to turn them off. You just open the window instead. It's like a mid-century thing. I'm smoking so many cigarettes and they're not even cheap in New York. Oh, But, you know, I, I will say I think... The, I mean, the kids are happy. The wife is varying between happy and exhausted. If you don't stop the hammering, I'll, I'll do nothing. Because I'm utterly powerless to do anything about it. We'll persevere. We'll persevere through the hammering. I've got 11 minutes until the guy's coming to help me move my stuff. Uh, my focus now turns to Australia. I mean, America... Gee, great things are happening here. We're growing the podcast. So many new listeners. I'm so proud to have you all here. Help me have a boat. How much hammering can a person need to do? How many nails? How long a nail? Do we have a workshop in this apartment building? All right, I'm just going to get this part out, all right? I'll be doing a tour of Australia sometime in the middle of the year. I'm gonna, I've got a new show that I've been working on. It'll be a new hour, and it, it'll be Perth, Adelaide, Brisbane, Melbourne, and Sydney, and we're going to be playing bigger rooms, like 300-seat venues, and it's going to be such a joy. And the podcast numbers indicate that we can do that and that you'd come. I think 25 minutes of the show will be talking about the Genesis story of Sodom and Gomorrah, which shouldn't be controversial for anybody involved. My one issue, if I come back and I do that uh, five-city tour, is Perth. I don't know what it is about this podcast. Uh, it's big in Adelaide. It's big in Melbourne. It's big in Sydney. It's big in Brisbane. But it's comparatively petite in Perth. All the other cities have got the same number of listeners. We got, we've got only 25 listeners. Maybe people in Perth don't want to put up with this sort of hammering nonsense on their podcast. Maybe it's a sufficiently beautiful place that people get on with their lives and don't listen to a podcast where a man just has to tense every muscle in his body and hope that the persistent hammering abates. Okay, it's abated. Anyway, I thought it would be asked. The second you say it, the second you say it. Okay, I, I'm, I might have to do this podcast later because I'm going na-na. Um, Check one, check, check. All right, we are back. We're back now in an Uber, driving from the apartment to the other apartment. And um, I, now I don't have to talk to you if you don't want, sir, for the podcast. Would you like to be on the podcast? Podcast? Yeah, I just, I record me talking for 20 minutes a week. Okay, that's all right. What was your name? Sukabir. Sukabir. Thank you so much for driving me with all my stuff. I'll just, I'll, I'll rant back here. All right, <laughs> this this can only hurt my star rating, but you're getting five stars. I want you to know that. Uh, you are very welcome. Uh, and where where are we now? We're we're. We are in the Atiyar North. Atiyar North. We're just we're leaving the Lower East Side, and we're moving further up Manhattan. 
And uh, oh, it's been it's been mad. This is the only sorry. The reason I got to do this now is this is the only I'm going to go and see my family, and we have got three young kids staying in this apartment. This is the only time that I will have to speak into a microphone uh, until the podcast is meant to come out. But oh, stop! Oh, oh, there's someone right there. Oh, sorry. So I'll shut up. I won't talk about the the driving. I don't know, man. Driving in the city is terrifying. Uh, Boy, oh boy, wowee. Oh, well, I can tell. Maybe I'll tell people what I see. That might be exciting for them. There are some big brown brick uh, tenement buildings uh, that look like they have... And they're they're all in a small cross. They're all in like a plus shape. And I assume that's um, uh, what people call the projects. Yes, there's little parks down below. And I think that's the sort of place where Jay-Z would have been slinging crack rock back in the day. And wow, just really, real hopelessness right there. Still persevering in the heart of Manhattan. Absolutely beautiful. It's And there's the Hudson. I think that's the Hudson. And, um, oh, I don't know that it was a good idea to do the podcast in the back of the car. If you find this distracting, I'll stop at any point. Really? All right. I appreciate it. Well, I was just, I was going to tell people about how I'm trying to, I'm going to do a tour of Australia in the middle of the year. And um, every city, I've got lots of listeners except for Perth. And I don't know why. Maybe Perth, you know, it's a more, it's a different culture. It's very separate to the rest of the country. They've got their own media there. And so uh, to do this tour and to have enough money to move back to America so that I can buy a boat. It does sound like a crazy person talking in the back seat. I will, oh, man, that's a beautiful view. That's really lovely. I think that's, that's a Brooklyn Bridge. I don't know if it's the Brooklyn Bridge, but that is stunning. I'm sorry there's no video component on this podcast. Um, Oh, it seems petty and ridiculous to talk about trying to grow my fan base in Perth while I'm here in this magnificent city. And the tenement buildings have continued. They're becoming uh, slightly ritzier, but still pretty hopeless. They're just the same kind that you have in Melbourne, only huge. Oh, Manhattan is so great. Manhattan is so great. Visiting Manhattan is so great. Living here, I think, with a family would probably be impossible you'd need to be so rich to do that do you do you live in the city uh, i live in queens sir. oh queens i love queens i've been i've been in astoria oh. and i've been i've been to flushing oh. and how far out in queens are you? Uh, i live in the jackson heights uh, nearby the astoria jackson heights is that a uh, fancy bit of queens or a, is it the good old fashioned rough and tumble queens it's beautiful. I'm here. The Queens is, is become Queens used to be a difficult place to live, for, but now it's very nice. Over the last twenty years, everyone I know who comes to New York, that that's where they go. They go to Queens. But boy, oh boy, if I come back to New York, I'm going to come back to the city. It's just absolutely still tenement buildings. I keep waiting for it to turn into something other than tenement buildings. I like that they've built the government housing with the best view of the river. You know, so you've got, you know, not a whole lot going for you. You've, you've got a small apartment. You've got people um, selling their bodies just outside of, of where you're staying. But boy, does the water front keep you some solace. Oh, yes, there's a Long Island dock. I can't, I can't imagine this is good listening for anybody, but it's something. Oh, yes, now we've passed the tenement buildings and it's, it's simply magical. Wow. Listener, if you could see what I'm seeing, but my phone is too full of other videos that I took to continue to record. Oh, mercy me, there is a... 
Every time I every time I'm in the apartment, staying with my family, I feel like I'm going crazy, you know, because it's so small. And then when I leave the apartment, I'm actually in the city. I'm so rejuvenated. It's like there's a, a third rail out on the street keeping my the battery full. Oh, and there are trees here. It's bloody good to see trees again. We went when we went to the Met. I realized that because um, it's an older form of architecture, you know, it's columns and it's stucco and it's intricate plaster work and masonry. And uh, it, it gives me the same feeling in my heart that I get when I see a, a tree or a park or something. And I realized, I mean, I guess I already knew it. I must have read it. I must have said it drunkenly at parties at university, but it, it mirrors nature and it gives you the same satisfaction you get in nature. And when you're just surrounded by big, big glass, flat things, it um, it absolutely breaks the heart. Oh, but here, may I ask? Um, I know it's impolite to ask, but are you from? You're from uh, Asia in the subcontinent. Yeah, I'm from Asia, from Nepal. Oh, you're from Nepal. Oh, I've never gotten to go to Nepal, and I don't know how I drag my family there. But apparently, Nepal is like the most important geopolitical area. Because all the water comes from Nepal for China and India. Yeah. And so they're both fighting for control of Nepal. And, uh, you know, on a government level. This is what I've read about. It seems like a difficult time. And they had that big earthquake, I know. That was terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you there for that or were you already yeah, here? Oh, you were in Nepal for the earthquake? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Was it... It was... Where, sorry, which year? It was in 2015. 2015? Yeah. Mercy, mate. Were you in a city or... Yeah, no. Uh, but you were, were you, st there was still damage where you were in Nepal? Uh, Midwest. Midwest. Yeah, Midwest. Ah. Oh, um, that must have been uh, quite a life experience, I imagine, being there for that. I mean, you got out and came to America shortly after. The Nepalese flag is, I think, one of the most exciting flags. It's such a weird shape. People at flag shops must get very angry when it comes time to make the Nepal flag because they got to get a whole new piece of fabric. But, um, oh, my goodness. Sorry, we're under another bridge. <laughs> Here at the Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Centre. It's the Queensborough Bridge. That is really, I mean, even that, they, um, I don't know if they had to do it at the time with that, would we say lattice work? That like, uh, the way the iron is constructed, it looks like ivy crawling. Maybe I'm having a manic episode, but to me, it looks like they're replicating ivy crawling over something. And it, it just, it nourishes the, uh, the heart and soul. Well, ladies and gentlemen, oh, I've got to do three more. <laughs> I've got to do three more minutes of the podcast and then I can stop. Um... What do you think is the, the best thing to visit if one if I manage to drag my family to Nepal? If somehow we get Nepalese listeners, what should we do? Oh, Nepal, the highest, um, highest, highest mountain, highest mountain, no yeah. mountain in the world. I don't think I'll be taking my family up Everest, though. That sounds difficult. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a challenge. Uh, the name of Mount Everest? What's the name? Yeah, Mount Everest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Northern part of the Nepal. 
But I'm told there are just corpses all up and down Mount Everest. It's not worth removing them. Adventures like uh, you can do the rafting. The rafting? Well, I wouldn't mind the rafting. Trekking. Yeah. Did you do much mountaineering yeah, in Nepal? Yeah, especially in the Pokhara. Pokhara. Yeah, Pokhara. I'll be Wikipediaing all of this yeah, afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, Pokhara. The well, Nepal is always the place that the there's a certain kind of adventurous person in Australia who, on their gap year when they finish school, mm-hmm. they just head straight for Nepal and then they come back with. Well, they you know they head up Tibet as well, and they go to the they just do the whole subcontinent. But they come back with those little flags, and lots of photos of them looking very cold. Uh, so, but I think, I think I might have to wait until the kids are a bit older. I think the um, who's oh, sorry, I'm getting a call from my dad. Uh, hello, dad. I'm well. You're on the um, you're on the the podcast. I'll put you on speaker. I'm just doing the podcast in the back of the Uber with my lovely Nepalese driver. What's his name? Um, I'm going to get this very wrong. Suk Sukbeer. Sukabeer. Sukabeer. I like to Sukabeer. Um, now, James. <laughs> yes? Uh, we are in the middle of Kensington. We're in the middle of, uh, going to say Kensington Gardens. Well, hold on. You're in the middle of Central Park. If you can get to the apartment uh, by 2.15, I'll meet you there. All right. God bless. See you soon. Bye. I tell you, Uh It was the we were staying in this tiny, tiny place in the downtown of Manhattan, mm-hmm. and um, there were there were issues with the Airbnb, and we were going to go home and cut the trip short. But the guy who runs it said, "Well, would you like to go to a nicer apartment instead in the uptown?" And I said, "I can't afford that. I don't have that kind of money." And he said, "No, no. We'll just put you there." So I think we're about to go to a ritzy apartment, and I said, "My dad, ah, oh, I'm just." I just hope it's big enough that I can close a door, you know, <laughs> just be away. Have you got kids? Uh, yes. Uh, How many kids have you got? Yes, uh, I have a one daughter and one son. Uh, both are, uh, all are in my country. They're still in your country? Yeah. Oh, man, you got a... Are you bringing them out here? Uh, I have not heard things, so... No? Man, how old are they? Uh, the first one is uh, around seven years, and uh, the second one is... Seven, three, boy, difficult, uh, difficult ages, difficult time. Oh, mercy me, mercy, mercy me, young children. It's very, it's beautiful to have them, <laughs> but exhausting. It must be. A, am I married? Oh yeah, my my wife is with the kids at the moment, and we got three kids, uh, five. No, sorry, four, three, and one. Um, and who knows how many more? Because we're Catholic and you just, you have the children that you, you know, <laughs> that you have. Is it Tibet that has the the multiple men marrying one woman? No. There's, some, there's somewhere in that vicinity. But I'm we're a pro-Nepalese podcast now. I didn't know that before. But I want you to know, we support Nepal. <laughs> I don't know how I don't know the problems confronting Nepal alright ladies and gentlemen that is a 21 minute podcast I think we've come to we've we've closed it out I'm going to pack everything up I want to thank Sukabir thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank you, sir. you're very welcome and um, 
boy, I hope the life settles down enough such that I can snatch a half hour in the next week. I love you, I miss you, I want you, I need you. Cameron Ho, if you know someone in Perth who'd enjoy the podcast, please tell them about it. We've absolutely, we've got a couple of months to grow the podcast in Perth so that I can play a nice big room there and take money and with my family. It's so, it's so, traveling, being in a new country. I mean, when you first came to New York, you must have been, had you been here before? In New York? In New York. Uh, I used to live in uh, New Jersey and then after that I uh, shipped to the Connecticut. Yeah. And then I, I, I came here. Man. I've been living here since three years. Since three years. It must have been an enormous culture shock i would think i mean i'm from australia and i'm finding it to be insane every every day i see something and i'm you know it's hard but it is um it is very beautiful and the have you been to the met uh the the art the big art gallery in central park it i recommend it they've got um they've got too much stuff. We had to leave because my children were running around an Egyptian tomb and threatening to fall into a fountain. But I intend to take them back <laughs> as soon as I can. I think that must be very bad luck to fall into a fountain next to a desecrated Egyptian tomb. All right, everybody. Catamaran Ho. We'll talk to you soon. And so on. So sauce. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.